Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo, 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 everyone. Welcome back to a special episode of the Yonko table. I am your host, Dr. Jace Attorney, Yonko host, and as always with me is fellow Yonko Grandmaster Hoop. You guys know the drill. I'm going to ask him how his day was, because I always ask him how, how my fellow Yonko's day was. Grandmaster Hoop, fellow Yonko, how was your day? Thank you, as always, Dr. Chase. Uh, today was a productive day. It was a good day. Um, I really I really can't ever complain, because I always got, you know, these uh podcast sessions with y'all that i'm always looking forward to so even if it was a bad day i'm ending it on a high because i'm doing what i love talking mad crap about whatever's going on in this world we love of geekdom and fandom so it's a good day dr jace thank you sounds good sounds good these these days always spark a very passionate debate because as we all know this episode is on the Snyder Cut, the Zack Snyder Justice League release. But before we get into it, we have a full house on this special episode. That's right. We have a lot of supernovas returning for this very special episode because we all have opinions on the Zack Snyder Cut of Justice League. First up, we have Supernova Dars. Say hello, Supernova Dars. Hey, guys. How's it going? I'm glad to be here and... Uh can't wait to dive into this i'm hungry oh yeah all, all of us are here we're, we're hungry and we're gonna get fed mm, yes yeah, so the table is set yes mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. next up we got rose the crafter speak up rose just glad to be at the table um and get fed so thank you we're all hungry we're all hungry next up we got toasty how is it toasty um hey how's it going <laughs> happy to be back um I'm excited to hear everybody's opinion. And last but not least, fellow Supernova Ray. How are you, Ray? I am great. I am excited to talk about this movie. We all are. We all are. Hey, so first off, I mean, this movie, I mean, it was it was hella long, <laughs> right? So I think first off, we're just going to give a very general summary of what we thought of the movie overall, and then we'll break it down into individual parts from there. So, starting off, overall thoughts. I, I, I guess I can kick us off with this one. Um, I thought <laughs> this movie, uh, if, if, if you could even call it a movie, uh, a four-hour... Yeah, this is more like an epic than a movie. Yeah, it, it's something different. You can't really call it a show, even though in a way it should have been a show, but it wasn't. So it's a movie, but it's not really a movie. It's a waste of time. <laughs> oh, gosh. Already. Striking the iron. Wow. Well, okay. I guess. But, like, is he wrong? Well, well, okay, 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 okay. Uh, first off, I guess my opinion with the movie, I thought it was overall uh, uh, a decent film. I had problems with it. I did have problems with it. Uh, a lot of bad ones, too. But I think a lot of the good stuff kind of overshadowed the bad but at this it's it's one of those things where i don't want to say i'm in the middle but i'm leaning more towards i liked the movie compared to this movie was utter trash you know but i mean hey i'll, I'll bounce it onto the table and see 
uh where we where we all stand on this what do you guys think um goodness see i don't uh, an epic goodness how dare you an epic uh, <laughs> <laughs> well well i i think darce meant an epic like uh you know like 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 a like a ballad right no ew gross <laughs> lord of the rings trilogy is an epic okay this was like watching uh Four hours of special features on the Blu-ray DVD set. Um, don't ever give the power back to the director four years after the wow. fact. Now, I'm I'm sorry. I'm, I'm uh, listen. Wow. I'm just you know. Um, no, no, this I, is fine. It's just overall thoughts. This is overall thoughts. Overall, I thought I thought um, there are bits that I like. There are bits that I did not like, and we will get into that. However. It's still the same movie, essentially. <laughs> it is still the, the same problems the original had. This one had its own set of problems. So combined, you have two very mediocre outings of the Justice League, in my opinion. But, you know, there are some things that I like. But, yeah, watching it, man, this just felt like some weird miniseries thrown together. I didn't feel like I was watching a movie, but... You know, I'm I'm gonna bounce it to the next person. Whoever wants to take it, that's where I stand. Sorry about it. All right, I'll, I'll take the I'll take the next one. <laughs> Why was this movie made? <laughs> so so I I, I, I I take it. I was I, so mad watching this. First off, who chose the music for this movie? I, I had I, subtitles on, and every time Wonder Woman came into the scene, lamentation music played. Yeah. What the okay, fuck is okay. lamentation music? Can we talk about that for a second? What is that? Why no, did they I, have the music choice? I, I totally did? understand with with the the lamentation music. And then, it was um, Yeah. I'm, it I'm was, gonna skip ahead a little bit to the end when they finally kill Stephanie. Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. No, 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 no spoilers yet. We'll we'll Step get to the step. end. When we get <laughs> oh, I, I know my God. how do you guys not get angry watching this movie? I was so upset. I'm like, fuck. I wasted four hours of my life. That bad, damn. Jeez. Really? Am I the only one that had that reaction? It was a bad movie. I got a I got a different set of a uh, set of forks and and knives and spoons over here because uh, I thought okay. it was an improvement and I uh I actually thought it was I thought it I was good. I was it's not it's not perfect by any means um but it I. I actually appreciated watching the film. It didn't feel like a waste of four hours, but we'll dive into that. We will. We will. I I actually agree with uh, Rosa Crafter. I think that this is uh, this is definitely an improvement from the last movie, and I I enjoyed it. You know, like I had a good time. Yeah, it was four hours. Yeah, I had to pee like five times during it, but I think it was I think it was a really good telling of the story and. The fact that you you have something that, you know, is kind of different with this where the director went and he's like, nah, let me go in and give you my original vision. I think this was I think it was it was well done. I, I liked it. It was more like a passion project in a way. Um, at least that's the vibe well, I got from it. Uh, and again, it's kind of just piggybacking off of what, what all of you said. The movie did have problems. Uh, but I'm I'm on the boat where a lot of the bad and there was there was a lot of bad, <laughs> but I still towards the end it got to a point where I didn't want to stop the movie and I felt like if 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 the movie can do that I felt like it accomplished something, you know but like let me, let me disagree with you in that part. Go what we're we doing right now with this movie, um, because I'm gonna give my opinion. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that movie for me was a waste of time. It took me three days to watch it just because I had to keep stopping it because I kept getting bored. Um, what we're doing right now is clapping uh, because we're proud that a fish knows how to swim. It did the minimum <laughs> thing possible and it was supposed to improve on the shit movie that came before it. People should not be happy about that. Um, they hyped up this movie so much and that's the issue. It reminds me of Cyberpunk. For those of you who are gamers, I'm sure you know what happened in December with Cyberpunk. That game was hyped up for the last five years. It came out, and it was the biggest disappointment of the year. 
Yeah. How, so, how long have we been getting uh, Zack Snyder like uh, at least for the last year or two? At least, yeah, yeah. It was and about yeah, a like, year to a year and a half. And, I would yeah, say. year and a half, and then the the hashtag's been the hashtag's been around even longer than the actual right. uh, exactly. announcement. And so maybe they, maybe maybe the expectation is what did it. See, because for me, I, I didn't even think I didn't even think much of it. I was like, oh, uh, Snyder cut is up. I guess I'll. I guess I'll spend a, a couple hours on a Saturday. I, and I, 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 I went in pretty low, too. I went uh, in super low. Mm-hmm. Ready no, to I, laugh at it, really. I went <laughs> in, like, really high because I thought to myself, okay, the issue with the first movie, everybody always give it an excuse. Oh, Zack Snyder's going to fix it. Zack Snyder's the messiah. No, Zack Snyder was just a clown dressed as a messiah, and everybody <laughs> fell for it. No, oh, see, I, I have to beg to differ. I think that it was actually like if he would have went and had his vision come across maybe it wouldn't have been four hours but i think it would have been a pretty decent justice league movie it got me really excited because it gave more backstory to the characters and i mean i wouldn't say it was a waste of four hours i thought it was i thought it was a pretty entertaining movie i mean this is coming from like a superhero nerd you know it was very comic booky and i'm not going to hold it up against like a marvel movie but i think this actually turned out Pretty good for, you know, just a DC movie. That's what I was going to say. For you, I'm sure you know the lore of the comics. So for you, it was a perfect movie. You didn't need to understand half of the things that were going on. But for somebody like me who's not familiar, at least with that lore as well as some other people, there were a lot of scenes I was watching the movie and I was like, wait, what's going on? Why is this and this happening? Like, why? Is, I mean, I don't want to get into too much detail until we get into the movie, but we'll get into they it. messed up. They messed up. Uh, for me, yeah, they messed up. And I think they still have a chance to fix it. And once we get to that part, of course, uh, um, when we go over that part, I'm going to explain what I think they could do. And that would be a bigger improvement than whatever they did right now. Right, What we got right now was a Frankenstein-type monster of a movie where they just threw everything at the wall and say, oh my God, Marvel, Marvel, we have to keep up with them. For God's sake, South Park got the formula down in their video game where they said, this is what you need to do to create a proper franchise. All they had to do was play a one stop part game and they would have known this, but no. <laughs> they, chose, I, they chose. I know what gagging. video game you're talking about, too. Yeah, the stick of chew. The stick of chew, or not the stick of chew. It was, it was, it was um, the, the fractured butthole. The fractured butthole. Or it was also in the in the show. In the it, episode, it was in the episode, yeah. It was where, an episode. Like, they really yeah. had everything. Like, okay, by the way, this person did this movie. You are getting introduced in this movie as a side character, but you're getting your own show instead. And we're going to have the, I guess, the Avenger type movie at this point, Avenger 1. The formula works. All you have to do is copy and paste. Yeah, but I think like, that's the whole point. They want it to be different. They want it to be their own movie. Because if it, if it was going to be Marvel, then they would And they did say Marvel. that. They did that's say fair. that before. That's fair. Because yeah. they were... I, it was years ago. I remember... Uh, people questioning their rush to go through all these movies and include all these characters and that was one of their responses at the time it was not everything has to be copy and pasted from marvel so well there's it, there's no secret that they struggle with an identity crisis right so i think <laughs> Let's yeah not it's no secret that they yeah. struggle with an identity of what they're going to do how mm -hmm. they're going to structure it and they look to marvel but I, I agree, they should be doing their own thing and they're still trying to figure that out. This is interesting, though. This is kind of like a, this particular one is something that's standalone um, because, and I think, oh, I lost my train of thought, so I'm actually going to come back. But as soon I as it comes, I'll come right back. No I think it, it was interesting because you said it was, they have an identity crisis problem. I think this kind of put an identity to them you know it's a Zack Snyder film he has a certain way of doing his films and I think this kind of made you kind of like understand like ah okay so this is like the direction that like Justice League should be going it's kind of like an, an anti-Marvel you know like an antithesis right from Marvel, where you start off with a movie with a bunch of big characters and then branch off to smaller characters where Marvel did a bunch of smaller characters that branched into a bigger movie you know mm-hmm <laughs> The the opposite, I, the adverse. I can I can see that. Um, but you know, we can go back and forth. I think we just need to go ahead and start breaking the, apart. Oh yeah, let's, let's get go. Into, the but uh, before before we begin, uh, let's just let me draw, let's draw the line here. So I think I got uh, Rose, Stars. I think y'all are like team uh, fist in the air. Y'all with it. Y'all for the Snyderverse. 
Snyder I don't like. Fan. I don't really like the the team fist in the air, but <laughs> okay. But I, okay. I did enjoy the. I did enjoy the movie. I thumbs up approval. I did. Thumbs I, up. I, I thumbs it up as as improving. Yes. All right, and then uh, Dr. Jace, I believe you're sitting in the middle, right? I would. You are I, the I, I would say in the middle, kind of leaning more towards the thumbs up. Overall. Okay. That's fair. I, I'd like to say I'm sitting in the middle. I'm leaning towards the. I'm think I'm with uh, Toasty and Ray on this. Uh, <laughs> Thumbs I'm down. sorry, but no, uh, correct, uh, anybody correct discussion. me if I'm wrong. I think those are the lines. I think those are the sides that have been drawn right now, just so everybody can understand uh, who we are uh, advocating for. Right. Right. Split. Yeah. I agree. Almost. All right. All right. Now that we got the battle lines drawn and everyone's aware, <laughs> we all might not agree on some of this, but that's good. That's why we like the Yonko table. It's not an echo chamber. So let's get straight into it. Part one. All right. So as we all know, Zack Snyder uh, Justice League was split up into multiple parts. It was seven parts and an epilogue at the end. So starting off with part one, um, one thing that is readily apparent when we start watching the movie is that it's by it's in a four by three ratio uh screen uh which some people might not be used to with um you know watching their movies or shows they usually get the uh what is it like 16 by 9 uh that's usually the aspect ratio or or basically widescreen most films get either stretched out or filmed in that manner but this one it's 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 basically a box and you got these two black bars on the side it didn't really, you know, take too long for me to adjust to. Like, it literally took like two minutes, and then I'm like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of used to this. It's, it's really not that big a deal. And plus, they even gave a disclaimer at the very beginning, basically saying like, hey, by the way, we kept it in this aspect ratio to stay true to Snyder, vi Snyder's vision. So at least we knew with Warner Brothers, they don't want anything to do with this movie, but they still wanted to give Zach. His time to shine, the movie that he was uh, quote unquote robbed, <laughs> and um, and they gave him a shot, and we have the resulting movie. So uh, beyond that aspect ratio, now we get into the movie, right? It, it literally picks up off uh, where we left the heroes in Batman v Superman, which is uh, Doomsday killing Superman, right? And uh, Superman lets out this long ass scream. <laughs> it was a long scream. And it was and, long. And, it was. It was. It was. And, and and I kept track of it because it started to bother me. This, like again, this is one of the minor things that I had an issue with the movie. It was how much of this film was bloated, right? Because we all knew it was four hours long. Um, but this uh, this kind of gave me some bad signs that it was somewhat bloated because uh. It went on for eight minutes, right? And it's basically Superman's scream, and you see his scream echoing through uh, uh, Metropolis and Atlantis, and basically the entire world. The entire world hears Superman's scream. And it served a purpose, which was, uh, you know, the mother boxes, which we'll get into. But my issue with it was, it I felt like it didn't need, I felt like it didn't need to be eight minutes long. Um, that's my take on that particular scene. Does anyone have any other thoughts on the the Superman scream? Fuck, that was eight minutes. It yeah, was I eight. Minutes. I didn't realize it. I didn't realize yeah, it. Was I, I, yeah, that's a long. No, that's a long. The reason screen. why the reason why I know is because like as so, it was like around maybe two minutes. It started to bother me. I'm like, dude, how long is this? Let me, you know what? Let me keep track of how long this is. It was literally eight minutes of watching the scream go through the entire world and everyone reacting to it and i'm like dude <laughs> oh no <laughs> four hours <laughs> what am i gonna do oh goodness um i will say this um because you know i think about the original film and what opening did i like better uh and i think we're gonna do this a lot talking about this film but i think i guess i i, I don't prefer it being eight minutes but I think I prefer the scream and seeing its effect over some random ass kid going up to Superman saying, oh, oh Superman, what's the S for? Oh, do you really, can you really save people? Oh, do you, do you remember that? Do you remember that? I remember the that was, that was the first scene where we saw the infamous uh, CGI mustache on yes. Superman. Mm -hmm. So, 
Uh, that was too much cheese. I don't know if anyone else felt like that, but well, you, I think you gotta I prefer. Re- you got to realize that's that it's first of all jumping. It's the Snyder cut, so it's gonna be this Snyder stuff that jumps in it. Eight minutes is definitely too long, but it is a theme of Snyder dragging out scenes. That's fair. Historically, yeah. anyway. So it, it's almost not even a surprise, but that's a long superpower screen, though I will say. <laughs> and I mean, I feel like that's that's pretty much on theme for Snyder. You know, like you were saying, like they do the slow motion fight sequences, and then they speed it up, and then like with like the screen, like it's a slow motion screen that's gonna echo out throughout. But it's also the fact that like this is like the passing of a titan. You know, like this is like their. I hate to use this term, but like their god is dead, you know, like Superman is gone, you know, so that was how he was betrayed in right. the Superman. Yes, there were the allusions to his Christ like uh, presence, savior type. Yeah, so I think like with the scream kind of echoing, I didn't think anything like negatively of it. I thought it was like, yeah, this is like a big deal, you know. Now, if it echoed for four minutes, would you still feel that? I, I feel like I still would have felt the the impact if it cut the echo time in half. I think, yeah, I think I I would have gotten the impact at that point. Like, I guess it's just okay. I, I get it that we need to see the world react, right? Like, you know, it, it's important to see Atlanteans react because they're part of their world. It's important to see how Lois Lane reacts because you know that's that's uh, his his GF. Um, so. What do you see? This is what I'm going to argue, though. Like, in that scene, when they show everybody reacting, it's not as if everybody certainly became sad. They just kind of turn around as if you heard a noise behind you. And they looked up saying, oh, shit, is there something in here? But you didn't really get to see their reaction. You didn't see anybody freak out and say, holy shit, this dude is dead. We got to go. No, like, it yeah, was nothing. I, I remember I, there was a scene where I think we saw... Um, Batman Butler, I can't remember his name for Alfred? some reason. Alfred. It was, he kind of just turned around and looked up. And I'm like, okay, are you going to say anything? No, he didn't even drop the whatever he was holding in his hand. It just made it seem that they heard a random noise and they turned around. So I didn't see the point of it. I feel like they could have easily cut this in half and just show people actually freaking out. Like if it was just yeah, one I mean, scene of like yeah. his mom crying, I don't think she knew his identity. But a scene of somebody crying would have had a bigger impact because you would have shown that there's no more hope. You know, I actually yeah, kind of. Know. I agree with that. I mean, it's like um, Tosi just said. It's it's and this is my biggest pet peeve with this film. It's too much. It's like, all right, we get it. Like it's just too many people for me to keep up with. And mm-hmm. like, I, I swear, if they just focused on Lois Lane. Like, why do we need Alfred's reaction? Yep. Alfred go. is part of the DC verse. You gotta yeah, see like, what Alfred's what, thinking. Like, how how is he? What he's gonna fight Darkseid? Come, come on, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, he 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 could one v one him. He's British intelligence. <laughs> like, you no, know, like that's what I mean. Like, what, what was the what was the point in that other than to show that other people? Like, it's just irrelevant shit. And I think a lot of it could be cut down. A lot of see that. While he's busy elongating that one scene in the eight minutes, he could have just focused in on Lois Lane, his mom, um, maybe some other important figures, the Amazons and Atlanteans. That would have been good because that he could have used four minutes to show that. He could use that four minutes to show their reaction, how they're how um, they feel like they're gonna go forward, and instead of focusing in on little bits for eight minutes, you know. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. The scream. We are divided. Uh, and I would argue straight up, just to concentrate on the people of Metropolis. That's his city. He's the hero of that city. I doubt the people from Gotham care about Superman. He's not there saving their ass every day. He's too busy shining <laughs> in under the sun in Metropolis. That's Those are the people that should be freaking out saying, dude, the protector of this city just died. What do we do now? What do we and do? It, and immediately after that, there should have been some kind of impact. I know for a fact if I was a criminal and I heard Superman died, it'll be <laughs> Christmas morning. I'll be going around treating this just like... <laughs> oh, crap. I could rob my local 7-Eleven. <laughs> yes. But you look Bro, Batman's still out day. there breaking people's arms. But Batman but has see, to go back to his own city. And his own city is a mess. He thinks he's going to be busy with Metropolis. <laughs> but see, that's, that's the problem with this film series because... Yeah, seeing the effects of people would have been great, but we only had 
two movies with this Superman. And in his first outing, he destroyed half of Metropolis. That's Why right. would anyone be rooting for Superman <laughs> or be right. It was a necessary evil. He was, was he didn't destroy uh, Metropolis. He, he was like the general. My man was like, we, we, saved the city. we saved the city. Look, Patrick, me. we saved Let's the city. See. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a site, I'm a site y'all's favorite, uh, Rose Goku. What would he do in that situation? Use the Dragon Ball to no, take back to let, Let's fight somewhere empty, right, Rose? Are you talking about the fight, or are you talking about if Goku what would died? if Goku if Goku was in Metropolis fighting a big bad? What would he do? Run away, get the guy to follow him. Away from people, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, he would run away from people, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Was. So it's like we could see the effects of these people, but is there is there like hope and like you know is it really like justified? I don't. I mean, I don't think I I did, would feel indifferent about Superman. Did you feel but, hope, or was it just was it just you know kind of be objective, just a just a reactive of oh snap something just happened? Yeah. Kind of like you said earlier, Tosi, when you hear something outside, like you hear something outside, you're like oh what the heck is that? When you're a pop or something, you you don't know if it's fireworks or or whatever yeah. it is outside. I see. I think that's like kind that, of yeah. action that people had too. Is that or you know everybody had? It's just and eight minutes was a long time to do it, but I guess to to be objective sound traveling to different areas elongating dragging it out boom it's showing the impact of how far his voice is carrying that's showing that something is something is off and i kind of want to it's kind of cool to think like okay at the end of infinity war when everyone blipped away it was like dead silent right and so they showed everybody like all in the silence and then with this after superman passes it's like this giant scream that's heard all around the world kind of an interesting uh, correlation or anti-correlation, I guess. Kind of like, uh, oh yeah, kind of like a, a an antithesis to Marvel's snap, where it was silent, but in this in this scenario, it was like a, a scream, but kind of the same effect because you know, yeah. everyone got blipped away in Avengers, and then in this in this scenario, the the, the Justice League is not blipped away, but their icon, their god, yeah. is gone. So. Yeah. That's that's rather interesting. Um, Dragged out, but you know, the next scene in part one, what is it? The Wonder Woman, right? It's the Wonder Woman scene, and and I'll, I'll tell you this right now. This is my Wonder Woman. This Ugh. it ah. no man, come on. <laughs> let him let him let him say. Listen, man. Let Listen, okay, okay. My my thing is that okay. So we got Wonder Woman in Batman v Superman, right? Didn't really get to see too much with her. Yeah, she fought Doomsday a little bit, and she was a badass. All right, cool. Yeah. She she was fine in it. Then came Wonder Woman, the, her her solo movie. I loved her solo movie. She was a badass in that movie. She was, uh, I mean, the, the love interest thing was kind of lame, but overall, like the the way she fought, the, her character, I, I loved it. I loved Wonder Woman. Um. Then just the the original Justice League, Joss Whedon's Justice League came. That movie was really bad, <laughs> but it, it still has some Wonder Woman scenes in it. Then Wonder Woman 1984 came out. That completely ruined Wonder Woman for me. That was this this can be its own little uh you know uh podcast or episode whatever. But Wonder Woman 1984, in my opinion, was trash. That movie, and, and it was directed by the same person, uh, Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins directed Wonder Woman 1 and Wonder Woman 1984. I loved Wonder Woman 1. I hated Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, it, I, it ruined the character. She was no longer a badass. It, uh, uh, she, she dropped the whole, uh, no man can tie me down. <laughs> and it, it kind of ruined it for me. This, for me at least, after 1984, was a return to form for wonder woman i saw like just i i loved her man she was coming in uh moving faster than the speed of sound uh using her uh i guess her bracelets i don't know if there's like a special name for the bracelets uh her i, I think it's like shackles or shackles. no they're not shackles they're not shackles i'm sorry no, just call uh, them br bracelets her arm braces her braces her braces Braces, sure yeah her braces yeah. i love the little bullets uh you know her blocking the bullets in front of the 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 school children that came to visit uh, i guess it was like a museum or something 
Yeah, um, yeah, so cool. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it was cool. Come on, listen, she was going all is, fast and everything. I, yeah, I love I, that okay, scene. I thought it was cool. I thought yeah. it was cool. I agree. I'm, I love that scene. <laughs> I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna bounce it to whoever's next. That scene was really dragged out too, and there's a lot of dragged out scenes. They made that little terrorist leader played by Stephen Delane, aka Roose Bolton. They made it seem like he was like some big bad in disguise. They kept giving him like these slow-mo shots. And okay. it's like, what's this yeah. man gonna do? Who is this guy? And he's I, literally nobody. He doesn't I, have I, I do agree. I do agree that the extra screen time that they gave to the villain aspect, like was kind of unnecessary because it just ultimately amounted to uh Oh yeah, I'm. <laughs> we're just doing it for shits and giggles, you know. <laughs> like when she asked him, "Why are you doing this?" <laughs> we're doing it for the laws. <laughs> we're doing it for the laws. <laughs> and and I'm like, okay. I mean, we didn't really need this, but I I guess I guess what sold me because after I after I was disappointed with that, I'm like, okay, well, let's see the Wonder Woman part then. And then the Wonder Woman part was just was just freaking awesome. I don't know. That's just me, but. What about you guys? I, I haven't heard anything from Rose or Toasty. Um, I'll just say the fight scene, I loved it. I like the slow motion thing. She's a badass. Um, oh, yeah, a she was dodging character. some of the bullets too. Yeah. yeah, she was dodging, like blocking bullets, like all of those things when she came into the room and kicked people and the dude flew across the room and you know she broke cool. his back. Like, that's cool. She was like, killing she, people too. Yeah, she was. She killed a fighter dude. She pulverized them. <laughs> It's she killed. Casket. She, she killed the, the the other dude, the main guy too. She like did that arm, the the brace smash or whatever you yeah, call. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And that dude's dead. That yeah. So, but my issue is like we all said it was too long. Um, she picked up the guy that was not in the original movie, from what I remember, and he was like, "What are you doing here? Oh, you know, we're just gonna go back to the golden day of the 1400 when people were falling over in the street, dying from all kind of diseases and war." Yeah, I mean, it's so stupid. Maybe they're setting it up for something bigger and whatever sequel movie that they're having, but it was badly made. It would have been better if they said nothing and all she found was a logo or a something like if she found like a logo and like, like maybe like, alluding to like a like yeah, a, the next a faction character. in the future. Because I think I think they did that with the Batman movies. Uh, with the Dark Knight, where he found the Joker card at the end of one of the movies. Batman Begins, yeah. Batman Begins, yeah. that's all they needed to do. Tease something. And you don't have to create anything new. I'm sure in the comics, like, Wonder Woman was created, what, in the 50s and the 60s? They have 50 years of comics material. You are going to find a terrorist organization in there. Make it the Russians. The Russian are the new bad guy nowadays in all the video games and movies. Just do that and move on. But no, they had to do something stupid like, yeah, we're just doing it for the lulls. And it was a waste of time. That entire scene could have easily been caught off. And we would have not missed anything. There was nothing added to the story whatsoever. R.I.P. What about uh, what about you, Dars? See, I I kind of enjoyed the uh, going back and looking deeper into Wonder Woman. Uh, I mean, this was supposed to be out before 1984, you know, crapped itself. But right, um, right. I think that it was kind of cool to see like more action of her, more you know, sequences with Wonder Woman, and kind of like not reintroduce her, but like to shed some more light on her. Um, I did find it kind of funny when. Um, at the very end, like there's like this one little girl that goes and she's like, <laughs> one day, can I be like you? <laughs> and how are you gonna tell this little girl like, no, you're not a goddess. <laughs> ah. Like she's like, of course, little girl, don't try this at home because you too can forearms. <laughs> you too can block bullets with your wrists when you grow up. <laughs> Actually, I have a question about that. What you just mentioned, I'm not familiar with the Wonder Woman lore, but Technically speaking, anybody or any girl can go to to, to Mysteria, the island, and train to become an Amazonian, right? Or do yeah, you have to be born there? Wonder right? Woman, she kind of is she cheating. Kind of because she yeah, but like, to be Wonder Woman, yeah, you can't train to be. Oh Wonder yeah, Woman. you can't be Wonder Woman, but you can be like one of the side soldiers that. But they're <laughs> so strong, like you're gonna get killed, but you can fight for a you couple can, minutes you can fight one parademon and you can handle yeah, dude, yourself i saw this parademon carrying off those girls when they were inside of that temple so <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure how much work they were doing but they were still attempting 
but oh, okay. Oh, that I that, just that scene's coming up. I just um <laughs> real quick before we switch. I just I know in these hero movies, in these superhero movies, and and whether it's DC, Marvel, or whatever the case is, I know we're gonna have just these moments where the heroes are flashed off, where every now and then you got a side villain that's a side villain, so you don't get much from them. So I just went in and said, hey, let me just enjoy the action that's going on here. Um, the villain was your prototypical like dumb motive villain, villain, but I was like, you know what? This is your hero movie stuff. What? What Sometimes you gonna, you'll get villains like that. What you, you know? gonna do? You're gonna get a, you're gonna get a lot of not to make parallels to Marvel, but Marvel has a lot of toss away villains that are like just there for the moment, and then you toss them away. So I kind of just expect some some villains just to be, not everybody can fit in the movie. So when Wonder Woman does her thing and and the villain, he did stay around for a long time, uh, but she handled business. I I just focused on her handling business. I thought it was cool. Drastic improvement from from the first time though for sure. Mm-hmm. didn't we get the the bullet blocking thing in the original one in the original cut or was that added i can't no, remember we did we, we did we okay did. Yeah, we got it. there was yeah okay okay but the, I, I, but the I, what is wonder extended. woman without what is wonder woman without bullet blocking so no, right they did. just uh i think uh in the original cut it was a little more sped up it wasn't as drawn out uh right. the villain did not get that much shine and it was a lot more grim yeah. uh this time around and right. there's a lot of aspects that are definitely a lot more Snyder. You could see the difference between like the, Snyder. The gray and filter. Lee. Well, yeah, this dude started pointing the guns at the people. I don't think that happened in the original one. If I if I'm uh I remember, yeah. I don't think no, they showed him happened. doing it in slow motion, but he did, yeah. I mean, I think this one's rated R, right? Versus the other one yes, that wasn't. It is rated, it is. This yeah. one's rated yeah. R. It definitely went dark with it. Yeah. Joss Whedon's was a straight up PG-13. He he injected his Avengers formula <laughs> into uh, the original cut of Justice League for for better or worse. <laughs> we'll 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 find out soon enough. Um, Ray, uh, do you have any closing thoughts on the the Wonder Woman scene? <laughs> oh boy. Um, I don't. Why do we need this scene? I I don't. You didn't, you didn't even like the Wonder Woman scene, man. No, it had no important. There is what? How? I just don't understand. How does? What's the point? And why was the? <laughs> he literally wanted to blow up four fucking blocks for laughs for shits and okay. what the fuck, man. <laughs> I, I, I will Christ. admit the four blocks thing was kind of ridiculous ridiculous i'm like wow okay so like what blows my mind about the whole thing was i just it, it just it, it was so irrelevant to the storyline and then it was just really cheesy like we talk about cheesy this scene was this scene was very cheesy I, they had no point other than to show that wonder woman can fight and That's, I mean, uh, I mean, I, 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 I guess it was sold me on it. We already knew Wonder Woman could fight. But don't you want to see more of it? Yeah, don't you want to just see some, you know, just some, some beat them up real quick? Just a yeah, little. Just, yeah, just some like, you know, side stuff. Like, you know. And like, don't even get me started on the villain. Like, when your plan doesn't work, you just start shooting people. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, that... he, just, he was about to shoot kids. Like, what's, how is this bringing us back to the dark ages? You're going to get like triple homicide. That's it. <laughs> oh my lord <laughs> i mean yeah the i guess yeah the the motivation was rather weak i guess we could keep going back and forth on whether or not he should have had motivation or if he shouldn't i i guess i'm just on the boat that like you know more wonder woman action give it yeah uh give it to me i i love wonder i i love here's the thing i love Zack snyder's wonder woman um his interpretation of her and for a time i liked patty jenkins wonder woman because it it was building off of Zack snyder's and then she kind of ruined it in 1984 but um uh I, I guess that summarizes our thoughts on the wonder woman scene the last bit that we have on the um uh for part two or rather <laughs> we're still in part one that's crazy <laughs> the last bit we had in part one was the new steppenwolf redesign uh, for the most part, Steppenwolf looked the same. He just, in Snyder's version, he had more, like, armor shining that was shimmering and flickering. Um, 
And uh, aside from that, it's more or less the same. I just kind of liked him in this version. He looked more beefed up. He looked more menacing. Um, and in the original Whedon cut, he was kind of small. But of course, when Sephiroth Wolf comes in, we see uh, the Amazonian fight. And we did get the Amazonian fight in the original cut, but what kind of set this one apart was we got like a little bit of the parademons coming into the temple. So we saw more Amazonians trying to uh, defend the mother box because now the mother box is uh, awake and the parademons are the parademons are trying to take it, and so is Steppenwolf. So, like you know, I, I love this scene because it's the. The Amazonians fighting the parademons over the box. It's not so one-sided as it was before because in, in the Whedon cut, these parademons were steamrolling the Amazonians. Like it was like the Amazonians were a joke. But in this version, they put up a way better fight uh, against the parademons. They still end up losing and they have to sink the temple to try and kill Steppenwolf and the parademons. But <laughs> which was oh. sad it, it got me kind of like all like oh there's so like, many oh. people that were gone yeah i'm like oh man I, I, oh well you know what uh, they they had their run they 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 show that they could come in clutch and sacrifice themselves when when the need arises so no, really nobody thought that scene was stupid like you just killed did you like, think every people? fight scene was stupid that scene was stupid as fuck they just sunk the whole temple <laughs> for no reason he just yes. hopped back out the water. They well, tried they just, to take him from, out. From their perspective, they were they, yeah, really they were trying to take him out. Like, oh yeah, let's just throw him in the water. He might die. They no. were they weren't trying no, to throw him in the water. They were trying out to of options, sink him. Though. They have what else are they gonna do, you know? Yeah. It, it was no, a move of the desperation. One, the one Give him the box, is... bro. You're not gonna beat him. Give him the box. <laughs> I know. No, 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 no. I don't agree not, with that. I, I, what I would say is that one issue is it seemed the entire army of the Amazonian were on the other side of the island and they decided to show up at the last minute and do nothing. I don't know why they were not more prepared for that, but I guess well, I you have to remember the box. It was for yeah. thousands of years. And they yeah, only the they only started like gearing up when the box woke up, which it was woken up from Superman's, you know, scream because. That it was established later on in the movie that oh the mother boxes they're they're Makes fearful sense. of Superman. Yeah, because Superman was alive for the last ten thousand years, but you know what? Yeah, <laughs> let's uh, not get over that. But, but yeah, this is the like, thing. I wish we were established more what was the timeline because it seems that they were they knew something was gonna happen, and they were preparing for it. But at the same time, they were not. I don't know. It's just. I, but don't get me wrong. I love that scene. I love the entire scene. I love the fight when they were throwing the boxes around and Steppenwolf was going around slaughtering them because yeah, was he wild. was not playing games. Yeah, he, he was slicing. You saw dicing. blood. You're like, dude, no. He was girls. going in. Yeah. Yes, he, he was. was going in. Or and I like his redesign. He looks way more like a badass right now. He looked more threatening. He looked more like a I'm demon. If you yeah. if he oh, walks yeah. into a room, oh no, yeah, it's, it's, on, it's, uh, it's like that meme where it's like, uh, oh, if this guy uh, slaps your girl's ass, uh, wh what are you doing? <laughs> Why do you mean my girl? It's his girl now, bro. <laughs> but no, like he looks like a badass. Before he just looked like he had a bad cosplay outfit on. This one, I don't yeah, know no, why. His, his scene was, yeah, his, his outfit in this movie was so much better. And it's cool that um. Um, shit, I'll, I'll talk about it when we get to it, but it, it's it's cool. His outfit was a lot better this time around than it was last time. Fair enough, fair enough. I yeah, again, Steppenwolf. Uh, I yeah, I, I like his redesign. Um, uh, and then of course we get the the chase scene. This was in Whedon's version. That at least Whedon had some sense to keep this in his version. We have that uh, again. Th this scene to me is always going to be ten out of ten. It, it's the scene where they finally get out of the temple. And it's the Amazonians with the box running on the horse. And they have to basically play hot potato with the box. And they're passing it between each other. Steppenwolf is like so close to getting it. <laughs> Some Amazonian like pulls the rug underneath his feet. <laughs> and, and, and it keeps going. And I, I just, I loved it because it showed how desperate they are. It showed how Steppenwolf was just like at the reach of getting it and eventually he <laughs> he does get it but it, it shows how much of a fight they put up right they're willing to kill their own people in, in in the slightest attempt that it might take out steppenwolf by sticking the temple that didn't work so they <clears throat> they tried running away with the box 
that ultimately didn't work, but they put their best foot forward. I, I still love that scene. I'm glad that Zach expanded on that scene, and uh, at least Whedon kept the the hot potato scene with the horses. So, uh, yeah. And, any other uh, closing thoughts on the Amazonian fight, uh, Rose or Dars? I just want to say that one scene with um, when they're like shut. When what's her name? Yeah. I can't. I'm gonna get it wrong. Hippolyta or Hippolyta or anything like that. Um, where she was saying to go ahead and close the Colosseum or the structure or whatever to trap Stephen Wolf in. When right. that first happened and I saw it, I thought to myself because one of the um, one of the one of the warriors kind of got shot in the leg or like fell or something like that, and she turned around and went to save them, even though this whole structure's collapsing and she's got the box. I was like, that's really stupid. They got to protect the box. But I thought about it and I was like, this slightly, it's like a slight subtle way of speaking to kind of their character and their mindset because they are willing to sacrifice for the box because it's very serious. But at the same time, they do still care about the people. Like they're not, they're not collateral. They're not expendable, even though they kind of are in, in the whole scene. That small kind of thing right there of her going back to try to get this person while the stuff is collapsing, even though there's a bigger mission right ahead, um, was interesting to me. It's like a little small thing, but it kind of it shows camaraderie. Interesting. It's kind of interesting. I agree. I agree. What about you, Dars? I enjoyed it. I thought, you know, it was it was fun to see like the Amazonian women like all kind of like be the badass babes that they are, you know, and. Um, <clears throat> Kind of back onto what uh, Crafting Roses said, she went back to save one, but in the process, she killed like two other ones that were like holding that one thing from falling down. <laughs> That's right, but, the like, wall. Ah, like, was it really that <laughs> helpful? <laughs> Probably not. But you know, the whole chase scene was awesome. Like I said, I was a little sad when you know the whole temple went crashing down into the water. But I mean. I guess it's war, you know, and some things you're going to have to fight and lose some people in war, unfortunately. You got to make a call sometimes. Yeah. I actually have yeah. a question about that scene. Uh, the girl that she saved, is that the same girl that got crushed under the horse? Like, in the next couple minutes? Yeah. Okay, you see, I wonder if that girl <laughs> in the comic is more important to her than the other one. Because the fact that she did go back and save her, I wonder what the relation is with that girl. Because she did not save the other girls inside of the temple, but for that one, she turned around. So, and if I remember correctly, didn't they also have a funeral for that girl later on? I think it was just for everyone in general. They, they might have highlighted her just because yeah. she was the most recognizable one. Yeah, and that's why I wonder, like, who is that girl? Yeah, and I think, in Arizona. I think you're thinking of when they were bringing the Arrow of Artemis. Um, it, it, it kind of looked like a, a casket, but it was just a, a giant box that had a giant arrow in it. Mm, no, no, never mind. Yeah, it was probably me yeah. thinking it was something else. But still, like that girl, she showed up a lot. I wonder if she's in the comic and what her impact is. Or it could be some random girl so they can show that she has human emotion. Or maybe the girl looked like Diana and she got attached to her for all we know. <laughs> we will never know in Snyder's interpretation of My this dude, movie. Wait for the director's uh, cut. The oh yeah, there's a director's on. cut of the Snyder's <laughs> cut. Yes, God, no. don't even, don't you dare. <laughs> um, but all right, that pretty much wrapped up part one. Going into part two, I think this is where my attitude towards the movie like kind of started to be a little bit more positive because now we have mentionings of Dark Side because we have the scene where uh, Wonder Woman goes into the temple. And she sees like I guess the the hieroglyphs on the on, on, on the temple wall, and it shows Dark Side. And this is a major change from Josh Whedon's uh, Justice League, where there was no mention of Dark Side in in the original Justice League. I believe there might have been one line where uh, uh, Steppenwolf said like uh, you know this is for my master or something. Was, yeah, it was one one little line. He's like. And he whispers dark side. And that's just the whole Joss Whedon, uh, you know, M.O. Oh, let me save the real big bad for like, you know, later down the line. Let me not reveal who the big bad is. Granted, 
everybody knew Darkseid would eventually show up. But yes, it was mentioned so brief. So brief. Yeah. One time. That's pretty much it. This, oh my God. It's like Zack Snyder had like like five syringes dosed up on dark side uh lore and he just jabbed all of them into this movie you get dark side everywhere in this movie you get dark side you get uh his i guess it's like his his lieutenant decide um who i think he was in the original uh like television series too yeah side was in there yeah he was so, and that hey, was also the grandma Grandma goodness, uh, Granny, Granny goodness. Granny goodness. Granny goodness. Yeah. I recognized were... her from the Young Justice. I was like, oh, shoot, that's what's yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> she was I in there. I know something. I know something. <laughs> I know those characters. <laughs> yeah. But you see, so, this is the issue. Somebody who didn't watch those cartoons, at least, if I had never watched them because of you guys, I would have not known who those people are. But, I guess that that's the main issue, because like with yeah. Dark Side, aside from this movie, there was no build up to Dark Side in any of the previous, yeah. uh, like you know, Batman v Superman and Man of Steel for for good reason. I mean, they wanted to focus on just those movies, but you can't just introduce Dark Side <laughs> like this and ex- expect people to know who he is. But they they kind of tried to explain who he was and what his deal was uh, through the the flashback war. Uh, that was like <laughs> that, that was better done. That was way better done. Like you get literally every single faction that you can think of that you would think, okay, who would actually fight Darkseid at this point in the story? Like thousands of years ago, you got a land, you got, you you have one Green Lantern, you have the entire uh, Atlantean army, you have the entire Amazonian army, the Kingdom of Man, whatever good they'll do, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) um, and 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 then you got some of the, the the mythical people like the gods. Uh, yes. the, the the Greek gods and that's something mm-hmm. that I think in Whedon's version was there but like it was very downplayed like you you might have seen one lightning bolt thrown and you were like oh crap who did that and then it was over yeah that, <laughs> but, that whole scene in the original was kind of glossed over uh, you know it had the Wonder Woman voiceover but it was just really it was really quick and, and, uh, and it wasn't know, against Darkseid either it was Steppenwolf, it was just Steppenwolf. It, it was, was just Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf, which made me upset because it's like, ugh, Steppenwolf is not this big of a bad. He's not that know? important. Like, you don't need all these people just to fight Steppenwolf, which that was like dumb to watch in the original. So I I will say just overall, Darkseid's inclusion and him uh, looming over everything in this film, I think made a lot more sense in the grand scheme of things. And just to this day, Darkseid is still much more menacing, even to this new version of uh, Steppenwolf. He can go. He can go. I'm glad he went. He was I'm, dumb. I, I I'm glad too. Like, like Darkseid. Well, one thing I will say about Darkseid in this particular part, I felt like he kind of went out like a a bitch a little too easily. Like, because uh, the dark side I'm used to, and, and this is just from what I've seen in the cartoons, is like, you know, the dude that's like crossing his arms, very menacing, very confident, very intelligent. And you, it's going to be very hard to take him down. Mind you, he did kill a lot of people in this movie. <laughs> the people that tried to touch him, <laughs> he like broke them in half, snapped them. He killed that, that lantern and tried to grab the ring, but it flew away. Um, and, uh, but yeah, uh, he, he what, what happened? He, he got like a, an ax to the shoulder and that was pretty much it. He was like, oh man, that hurt. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, yeah t- like, time to do it. I looked it up because I didn't understand that scene. And people said one of, I guess, head cannon. This was supposed to be, I guess, the dark side when he first started conquering. So, so a younger was, dark side. Yeah, it uh, was the an young foolish. An experience. He was just starting out. He was foolish. He wasn't a professional yet. It which would is make why, more sense. Yeah. Which is why, like, he was not as menacing. And even, like, like uh, Eris or whatever the God of War call hit him on the side. And even in that scene, you didn't even... One of the scenes I know from the cartoons is the fact that he does that thing with his eyes, the laser. The Omega I, Beam. I love that thing. He didn't, I, I love it. Think, the the, the yeah. zigzag. Yeah, the zigzag. <laughs> like, it's, I always see it in shows. And, like, the characters are running away. And then make a turn and say, dude, I'm fine. Superman used the same stuff. And they turn around. And they have that look on their face. Like, holy shit. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's chasing me. But, uh, 
I think that it was a good thing that they showed that he was an express. He was not always a badass. And I hope yeah, he barely, maybe... Yeah, he barely had armor on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he was basically naked in that fight. Yeah, and I wonder if maybe in the comic, that's why he had such a boner for Earth. Because in the comic or in the cartoons, I always wonder, why is he always going after Earth? It's a backwater place. It's not that important. Yeah, man, I'm sure you got this whole planets. universe <laughs> to go <Yeah>. after. Exactly. <laughs> why Earth? I'm, why earth like what are you gonna do with humans like you're not gonna do anything they're not they're not powerful they're not intelligent to the point where they're gonna add something to your empire you're gonna be using resources on them instead so i i I, I think the logic with it is earth was probably just gonna be another planet just like any of the other ones the thousands that he conquered it was set to be just another planet easy going let's just take it done move on to the next one According to this lore, it was the first planet that said no to him. It did not give him consent to rob them of their freedom. So mm. it could be more of a pride thing, uh, yeah, at least in this lore. Like, holy crap. Well, uh, well, you know, they added the new bit that Earth uh, Steppenwolf has found the anti-life equation. That is uh, right. But Darkseid found it initially on Earth when he first got there. Yet... He well, I know Darkseid didn't find it the first time. Yeah, it was Steppenwolf. No, in the scene, and when he, when they we had the flashback, he got yeah, to it Earth and he was fine. Yeah, he hit the ground. Yeah, he right. saw the thing on the floor, and he was like, "Holy shit!" Oh, that's Jackpot. right. Yeah. Oh, but did he forget? He must have forgot. Yeah, because it, they they, like, they made it a big deal later on when Steppenwolf yes. found it, and he's like, "Oh my God, Dark so, Darkseid so found a, the here's equation." The thing. He didn't forget. They kind of just I don't know if they exposition like it a little bit. It just said that, that he's been looking for it. It was just kind of tough. It's like, okay, you can't find Earth. He was like, I went through 10,000 uh, worlds or whatever, and I haven't found the place where I first found the Earth. Oh, which so is a forgot. little tricky. little tricky. But he just forgot where it was located. But he so didn't like, forget about it. Earth was so forgetting. insignificant that he forgot <laughs> that it was on Earth. The one planet where he lost and he got injured. But... You know what? Let's forget about it. You know that's Some not important. Flaws. The one Some flight flaws. that contains the thing that can allow me to conquer the known universe. But you know what? I hope that the ten thousand years that he spent looking for ten thousand planets, he killed a cartographer for each planet. Because obviously, your one job is to map out the empire. If you can't do that minimum amount of job, like off of your head. I hope he went on a rampage. <laughs> like God's sake, they have spaceship, dude. I know for a fact their ship has a goddamn uh, history log and say, by the way, we went to this galaxy before. <laughs> my phone does that. My iPhone does that, and I know your iPhone. They're that. using iPhones <laughs> and intergalactic empires. No. My, my dude, if they have Android, I know for a fact. Like a couple years ago, I logged into my old Google account. And I could see the location that I went to like eight years ago because I had the location on, on my Android when I was in high school. And I was able to find rest of it I had not been with, been in in a decade. So if you're telling me that some kind of space uh, fearing uh, empire doesn't have something like that, he deserves to lose it. Dark yeah. side is a clown. I Seven. think that's fair. I think that's fair. That, that is fair. That's fair. fair. Yeah. Uh, what what else besides Dark Side did we get in this part? We, we got more Cyborg. Uh, oh, okay, in Cyborg. I feel like this is important yeah. because I I will say I will say I'll lead in with this. I'll say the Cyborg backstory of all the members of the the Justice League was the one with, that was least explored in the original film, and this one did an. I feel, and this is one of the only positive things I'll say, did a really excellent job giving him his due diligence and giving him his backstory. I thought they did a really good job. And they even did a good job explaining his powers and how he's connected to like the mainframe and whatnot. Um, Because even in the comics, they just kind of make it like, oh, he's a supercomputer. But this was cool seeing him interact as you know he's victor you saw from his he, perspective like exactly what happens it, when he goes in exactly it's victor himself and he's like you know he's just moving things around with his his like you know his like artificial self uh i don't know how anyone else felt but i thought this was probably my favorite aspect of this film i agree i think it was really cool to see like that sort of cyborg and 
you got a deeper dive into Cyborg and it made you appreciate him a lot more. Way more. Uh, yeah, yeah, I I agree. I, I agree. That was I Cyborg is definitely out of all the characters. I would say he was probably the main one that got the best boost to his story and his character because of this cut. I did not, I, I, and I love Cyborg. Who who the hell didn't watch Teen Titans growing up? You know that was that was my first introduction to Cyborg. Booyah! <laughs> Booyah! I got the Sonic. If you got I, the it, boom, I think I think it was really. I'm glad that um, the actor, I think Ray Fisher, they were able to explore this role more, and it did play a role in the movie and moving it forward, as opposed to the original because. I know there was a lot of behind the scenes stuff going on with like Ray and like Warner Brothers in the film with the first one. Mm-hmm. And so it's been years since that. And I'm pretty you don't hear much about about it anymore. But I, I felt like that was like almost like a, a just a, like this, like a vindication almost um, of how good the character could be. And also that, you know, Hollywood or whatever or a certain direct like that he was going through some stuff too as an actor there i'm sure a lot of them just didn't like doing the first stuff going on but i'm glad yeah um no i agree it was one of the few positives in the movie is this a positive we can finally get from you Ray? about the movie i did i did like cyborg's arc i thought it was i thought it was really cool because in the last movie it just looks like he had some accident and now he's a machine now we know that he's a football star he had a promising future his dad was a dick his mom was loving and you know i i I liked it i thought this was one of the few parts i like i swear me and grandmaster have the same um view on movies because his reaction was literally my reaction i was like oh that's cool like watching cyborg and us and i i wish they did that in the first movie that was definitely the biggest improvement. Yes, I, uh, I would say. Correct, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. Was I can't remember if the dad had a significant role in the the original, because we saw a lot more of him in, interacting with his dad, which was really good for his development. I can't I, remember much. No, nah, not really. I think his dad yeah. got rescued, I, and that was right. it. Yeah, the biggest role was getting kidnapped. Yeah, I think that was his dad's uh, role in the last movie. Like he was there, but it was it was just so minor. You knew that Cyborg didn't like his dad, and that was pretty much all you got with him. Uh, and, and and you knew that he created you know Cyborg by you know fusing the mother box and all that nonsense. But um, yeah, that was basically all we got with his dad. Um, the one but, thing I wish they changed though with his story is. Because I think we talked about this. Um, I wish they showed the scene of him helping the, I guess, the mom and the kid that were about to get kicked out after he had the discussion with Wonder Woman. Cause oh, when he gave her the, the, the 100K? 100K. Yeah, because initially show him being angry. Then it showed a scene of him saying, oh, my God, I actually can do good with this power. I can help people. And the next scene with him was Wonder Woman saying, yo, we need help. The Earth's in danger, and him saying, "No, fuck you! I'm going home." I felt it would have been better if, on the way home, he saw that lady and he had a change of mind. But overall, I like his story, though. It, yeah, his his story was more improved. I liked it. It made more sense. It told people what was going on. And even if you did not watch the Teen Titan as a kid, somehow you understood more why he acted the way he did. You know so, who he is in this movie. He's not a stranger. You know his exactly. origins, and you you, yeah. you you care for him. Yeah, it's not just what are the random, odds? Good yeah, storytelling makes me exactly. care for a character. It's what? not some random black guy with computers on his <laughs> covered in computers. Like no, you know, like he had a dream, he had a hope. You know, he actually cared about people because they made a point even before they show him giving the money to the mom. He hacked his school server to change the grade of a classmate because her family lost their house. So it showed that he was always caring. He was not just a douchebag the entire time like his dad. So overall, I liked it. Like it showed more of him. I agree, I agree. Good, good cyborg origin story. Um, And then to wrap up part two, 
we have, and this is like a very minor scene. I I just want to highlight one very badass scene in this. Again, another fight sequence that I like. Uh, Steppenwolf uh, trying to steal the mother box in Atlantis, and he's fighting all the Atlanteans. Again, Zack Snyder using that R rating to his advantage. Steppenwolf is cutting some of these dudes in half with his axe, and it's super cool. I loved it. And then there was a really badass scene. I I I always call her. Uh, Aquaman's wife. I don't know her name. Is it Mira? The Mira, right? Mira. 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 Yeah. Okay. Mira. Uh, eventual, played by eventual wife. Yes. Eventual wife. Yes. Mira. There's a there's a scene with Mira where she's fighting Steppenwolf and she does this really cool thing. And I think I understood what happened, but uh, I'm not entirely sure. But basically, the blood blending. The blood. She did. She did <laughs> blood bending. She did blood. blood she, bending. She she created like this air bubble around her and Steppenwolf, where now they're no longer in water because the fight was underwater. Now they're no longer in water. They're like in an air bubble. And she just started sucking the water out of Steppenwolf's like you know body, like through his mouth because you know he's been drinking and inhaling all this water. And then it started turning to blood. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my god, this girl's draining the liquid from this Imagine, man's I was, body. I was wondering why did they bring her to the Justice League? She would have ended the war yes. in a second. She, she doesn't do that. Uh, Aquaman doesn't do that. What? No, to be fair, from what I know about her, she's supposed to be the equivalent of almost a witch. So she uses magic. Oh, okay. Aquaman does not. Because that was in the Young Justice cartoon yeah. where Aquaman's mom was also, I guess, a witch in a way. And... Aquaman is more of a fighter, but the mom uses magic, which is why she's able to do the blood bending. And she has other abilities also, but it's not highlighted as well. You got the highlight well. with that at, one, at least. Does that mean Willem Dafoe's a witch, too? Because he did that, too. <laughs> Willem Dafoe can be anything, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, know, right? no. <laughs> Green Goblin. <laughs> Green Avenge Goblin. <laughs> Out, am I? <laughs> um... You know, lore, talking lore, it's an Atlantean sorcery. You know, Aquaman wasn't grown up. He didn't grow up in Atlantis, so he's a novice to all this stuff. Yeah, he's a brawler. But Mira and Volko, that's Willem Dafoe's character. Yeah, you know, they're well-trained in using that trident, the quindent, and then good at, you know, the sorcery and whatnot. And I don't... See, I don't want to keep saying I keep finding positive things. But dude, no, this is the whole point of the talk. You, you, and, and, and listen, j- j- just to pause you real quick, it's okay to change your mind. No, while we're t- we, you never know, you might notice positives I'm that you're like, hey, you know what, this was actually really cool, or I'm or the saying. opposite, too. The opposite, too. This is no. really bad. <laughs> no, it's okay, let go. No, let it go. No, <laughs> I'm just gonna say, I don't think we didn't highlight Mira in atlantis well at all i think uh he did a much snyder did a much better job at he's letting loose with these characters he's really you know letting them go you can see that he's a fan of the material he's a fan um i think we didn't just like throwing people in just for face value uh when you look at it in comparison and um that kind of sucks um but hey uh, yeah, bloodbending is cool, and <laughs> it always is. Yeah, yeah. Hey, everyone! This is your Yonko host, Doctor Jace Attorney, coming in to let you know that this concludes part one of three for our Snyder Cut special. Be sure to follow us on our social media pages on Facebook and Twitter at Yonko Table to keep track of when parts two and three will drop. See you then.